Hey guys, welcome. <clears throat> Clip my throat here. It is currently 11 p.m. at night, and um, I'm recording episode number 76 of the Sports Plus Live podcast right now. Um, the Dodgers have just won the World Series, and um, <clears throat> it's just disgusting to watch the Dodgers win anything, um, and you guys know why. But um, either way, they won. Um, they moved the pieces, and their pieces came together finally. Um, Kershaw wasn't a factor in the negative way this time around. Um, <clears throat> I think he actually pitched well. Honestly, I'll be completely honest. I really didn't watch the playoffs and, um, I'm not a big baseball guy. I can't sit there, but I do you know, obviously I watch the baseball. I watch every now and then when the Rockies play, um, <clears throat> you know, Yankees, Red Sox, stuff like that. I'll catch some actually when I was, uh, I would actually catch the um, working early at six o'clock in the morning. Would be I would watch the um, South Korea games, the Korean baseball league, whatever you call it. Is it KBL? Is that what they call it? Um, <clears throat> I would watch that, but I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch professional. I watched the Rockies for a little bit, but Rockies let me down. And you guys know I switched allegiance to the San Diego uh, Padres, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, and so forth and so forth. Um, but yeah, other than, other than I really, I really haven't seen a lot and, um, and, uh, it, it kind of disgusts me that Dodgers won a world series because, well, we won't, we got to hear for it for another, I don't know how long, I don't know how much longer we're going to listen to this about this. I don't know how many times they're going to bring up Kobe, um, <clears throat> because LA Dodgers won a world series it has nothing to do with Kobe. Um, even though he was an LA guy, he's the L he's king of LA. Um, don't bring up Kobe. I don't know why Kobe has to be a part of this. Um, and there's going to be a side-by-side picture of Mookie Betts and LeBron James, who I've already seen 20 times. Um, just disgusting to me, but nonetheless, it happened. We have to call them champions. Well, you want to, do you want to put an asterisk, an asterisk? Is that how you say it? Next to it, a little star next to it. That's up to you. Um, was it harder? I mean... I don't know, was it? I mean, aren't all games, I don't know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But usually aren't all games, seven games. Like, I know they switched up the format a little bit um, <clears throat> for, obviously, for obvious reasons, for COVID-19 reasons. And um, I don't know. People are calling it the COVID Cup. Um, I, um, I don't know, yeah, whatever. I mean, you you do whatever you want. It's not gonna hurt me none. I just gotta hear about this for a little bit. If you see a couple of memes, but what people are gonna be pointing at, in especially in this game, was pulling uh, was it Blake Schnell? Is that his name? Um, pitching a shutout. Um, didn't allow a run through six innings. Early in the six, allowed one run, I believe, and then um, or allowed somebody on base, and then they pulled him. Um. That, I mean, I figured if his name was like, I don't know, who's a hot pitcher right now? Who's a good pitcher? Like, I mean, I could go back to when I actually followed baseball. You're talking about Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox. This is back in the day. And it shows you how long, you know, how far back this goes. Um, when there really wasn't a lot of pitch counts. Um, if you're throwing heat. And you're getting people out, and you're and you're still in there. You're still fighting. You're still throwing pitches. You're fighting in these in these bats. Um, 
Like, why would you pull him? And it was what brought to my attention as a slump, uh, slump Buster podcast. Um, shout out to Juju and them. They've had me on the cast before. Um, it's an analytics game. It's a numbers game. And I think that's what kills baseball up, in my opinion. That's why I don't follow A casual fan like myself wouldn't follow it. Um, Harley follows it, I guess I would say. Um, it's just um, too much numbers. And when I look at the box score, let me see if I can pull it up here. Because I was looking at the box score, and I see the way they do pitching. So Snell was in there 5.1 innings. So I think they do it by, I know, outs, whatever, one, 5.1, 5.2. I don't, I don't know how they do it. But here we go. These are the numbers right here. Um, It's just, um, it's a little weird to me here. World Series, scores, open tab. So... Um, box score. Sorry, I'm talking you through this. I don't have to. I was, I was really, I literally was looking through some things. I was like, I better do the podcast right now because I was going to do it earlier this morning. I couldn't get up in the morning. Um, it is, it was, by the way, by the time I woke up this morning, we'll talk about it here in a second. Um, never mind. Everyone relax. Um, where's it at? Pitching. A Snell, that's the name. Bob, is it Bobby Snell? Blake Snell. 5.1 innings pitched, two hits, and it says a run, but I don't think so. I don't know what that means. Error? Does error mean earned run, run, earned run? No walks, nine strikeouts. Um, so he's, it looks like he was pitching very well, and at the time he got pulled, they were leading 1-0. And then the next at bat, I think after the change, if I'm not mistaken, or soon thereafter, Mookie Betts comes off and hits a double, and then that kind of that was the that was where the change was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, let me take a look here. Um, sixth inning, they had two runs, and they had one in the eighth, so that's what it was. That sixth inning changed that that momentum of the game, and you probably could be seeing a seventh game right now. But that one, that changed, just changed. It just, it just went like this. And then, kind of going off topic is what I was doing. But here's how pitching works. It's weird. I mean, you're talking about numbers. Well, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five pitchers pitched for the Tampa Bay Rays. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven pitchers pitched for the Dodgers. So I mean, it's like, oh, we're playing chess, man. Oh, it's just, it's, it's a game. It's baseball, just like soccer's game. You kick a ball back and forth. It's like football's a game. I mean, there. I don't. I don't know when. Maybe the whole money ball was that. The whole money ball game movie. You remember with um, shut up, with um, Brad Pitt and then um, that dude from Superbad. I don't want to call him fat because he's not like really fat anymore. Um, something Noah or something Noah. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. But you know what I'm talking about where the analytics get brought in and then all of a sudden, well, that's what you live and buy by the analytics living by whether or not, well, this guy, you know, has pitched, has hit off of left handers. What? Eight out of 10 times. And then this guy's hit off a right hander seven or 10 times. Well, our numbers are better if we put on and put on a left hander as opposed to right hander. Um, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just, I can't, 
I can't do that. And that cost him the game. I think that cost him the game. Diving too much into the numbers. Diving too much into whether or not, well, he should be facing a red. Uh, he's already, he already pitched 70 balls. There's 70 balls he's thrown. Um, I think that's his cap. Let's pull him. I get it, man. These guys are high-level athletes. These guys are throwing 99 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour. Um, I th- Go out there and consult with your guy. Consult with your guy. How are you feeling? What are we doing here? You understand what's at stake here? If I put you in, if I leave you in, are you going to let it, are you, gonna, you know, are people going to be hitting balls off of you? You're doing well up to this point. Or are you going to strike out 10th for me? I mean, don't, isn't that the type of conversation they have? I don't know what the conversations are, but I mean, that changed the game. The sixth inning is where that flipped. And, and now the Dodgers are champions. They're going to look at that. They're, that's going to happen. I feel like as an organization, Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays have to sit there and be like, well, should we? And Mookie Betts, yeah. Was it Mookie Betts that hit the homer? Um, which I'm getting to is Mookie Betts. Um, I think it's Mookie Betts that hit a double. Yep. Mookie Betts had that two-run shot, put him up 2-1, and then he got one in the eighth inning. But Mookie Betts, let's go talk about that. That's a change that for the positive. They go out there, they spend this ridiculous amount of money for Mookie Betts. Pays off. Mookie Betts, one of the good guys, by the way. Um, did it with the Red Sox, now doing it with the Dodgers. Um, obviously, I mean, Hall of Famer written all over him. Numbers aside, Hall of Famer written all, all over him. Plus, Mookie Betts, you guys didn't know this, really good bowler. A very good bowler. I think he's bowled 300 a couple of times. So, props to him, Mookie Betts. Um, I mean, that's, that's you don't see that very often anymore. You don't see Trout, Harper, Manny Machado doing these type of things. Those guys are getting those huge, huge contracts. Mookie Betts got the huge contract and was worth every single penny. And shout out to Mookie Betts. So there you go. You got paid. You did what you're supposed to do. Shout out to, shout out to Mookie Betts. Shout out to Urias, a Mexicano. Shout out to him. Um, a lot of people are bien orgulloso, orgulloso, orgulloso. Do I sound right? Orgulloso. Very prideful. Um, very proud of um, Urias. How do you say his name here? Um, Julio? Julio Urias. He's from Sinaloa. I think he's from Sinaloa. My family's from there. Um, Props, man. Props to you. I guess I mean props to the Dodgers. I mean, I'll say it. I'm sick of the Dodgers. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of LA right now. You, know, you can tell I'm a San Diego guy. By the way, I wouldn't mind being in LA right now because by the, what I was going to get to, by the way, was when I woke up in the morning, it was like negative six degrees here in Colorado. Negative six degrees. I think that's what I woke up to, but it was cold. I mean, cold. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, yeah, it was cold. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't mind being in, in the Sunshine State. I didn't mean, as long as I'm by the beach, you know what I'm saying? It's not negative degrees. Um, I almost busted out the Christmas sweaters. I almost busted out the Christmas cookies and all that when I went to the store today. I don't care. I don't care anymore. 
Follow me, M-R-A-K-A-C-O. You would have seen that in my stories. Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter, Sports Plus Life, and YouTube, YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'd rather be by the heat. I would not, and this, the snow has been good to me, has been good to my Denver Broncos, because you saw what happened. Last time it snowed, last time we played a snow game, we played the Chiefs. What happened then? Wasn't good. We played the snow again, played the Chiefs. What happened now? Wasn't good again. 43 to 16 was the score or something like that. Um, 43-16. And I'll tell you this much. that Our defense is t- still did a decent job. There was a there was a pick six and then a kick return that um, kind of sealed it for the Chiefs. At that point, it was what? At that point, it was like 12, let's see. I'm trying to think here. Right here, 10 to 6. And then 14. Now you're looking at 24 to 9 going into halftime. And then you just get pretty much just demolished the rest of the way. And you get a trash can uh, touchdown at the end there. Um, <clears throat> that was bad. That was bad from the offense, bad from Drew Locke. Um, Jared Judy has not showed what he's capable of. Um, I'm going to chalk this to the coronavirus, not being together, not getting that chemistry, not having the reps together. I'm just making excuses now. That was just bad. That was really, really bad, but it is what it is. Um, Phil Lindsay ran amazing. Melvin Gordon did not eliminate those turnovers. Melvin Gordon. I mean, if, if Phil Lindsay did not get hurt in that game, by the way, helmet to helmet, did not get called. Let's get it together here. Phil Lindsay does not get knocked out of that game I mean he gets the carries he gets the rest of the carries Melvin Gordon looked bad Melvin Gordon not looking like an all pro did not look like a pro bowler whatever you want to call him he did not look like that Um, I don't know what it was I don't know what it was Uh, maybe it was the time he spent out maybe he still hasn't got the right reps I do not know but that was not good but Speaking of trash, and by the way, I don't know if you noticed, we transitioned to week seven NFL. Um, by the way, speaking of trash can touchdowns, what about Todd Gurley's? Unfortunately, I mean, he scored, and people are supposed to be happy when they score. No, because what happened? He scored. It still left time on the clock. By the way, they went for two, I believe, and then converted. If I'm not mistaken here. And they were up by four. They were up by four or something like that at that point. I don't know what that was. Well, let me see. Here. Let me try. I'm trying to think of here. Either way. Let me see here. Um, let me see. Let me try to do the math here. So everyone shut up. 7, 10, 14, 3, 13, 4. Um, I think five, I think we were at five by that point. And, um, cause I think they were trying to kick field goal to win the game. I think, let me see here. Cause if they did that, so that was seven. Hold on everyone. Let me carry the six, seven. There's an 18. Is that 18? Um, Seven six seven seven twenty three sixteen two two five 
I think they were trying to win the game there. If I'm not mistaken, I, mean, I can't remember. I didn't watch it all. Um, but all I know is that, yeah, Todd Gurley goes in, scores a touchdown, leaves time on the clock. They go down. I think they get a huge penalty call. And um, last second, Matt Stafford, was it Hawkinson he threw it to? They ended up winning the game with the game winning touchdown. The last second, like no time on the clock. I mean, you talk about, I mean, you talk about, I mean, bittersweet. By the way, I was pumped because he helped me out a little bit. But, yeah, my fantasy team. But, I mean, you go, you want to win the game. You leave too much time on the clock. Now Lions go down to score a touchdown to win the game. That was, I mean, I don't. How exciting was this, by the way? Lions, Falcons. At the same time, I don't know if it was the same time. I don't know what time the game started. But you also had Pittsburgh Steelers, Titans, put on an amazing game. By the way, I don't know how Tannehill and them stay in these games. I mean, you look at their scores. I mean, they don't really beat up a whole lot of people. But they stay in these games. They come back and win these games. I mean, you could even talk about that um, that Broncos game, the first one. I mean, they had to come back and win that one. That was ended up being 16-14. to 14. They beat the Jaguars, come back, come back fashion, 33-30. Right? They ended up winning 31-30 against the Vikings. They smoked the Bills 42-16, to 16, but then have a heater game against Texans 42-36. to 36. And Steelers, by the way, were winning that game pretty solidly. Somehow the Titans came out at halftime. They did the, uh, you know, the whole Remember Titans dance coming out. And um, they didn't do that. But uh, I, fa- I imagine that's what happened. Um, and that's how they got boosted up there. But, I mean, they're, they're de- that's a tough team. Derrick Henry's a tough running back. Tannehill's full of, um, how do you, we say cojones in, in Mexico. Cojones in Spanish. Just mad metal. Corey Davis came out of <laughs> Corey Davis out of COVID nineteen protocol starts banging. AJ Brown starts banging. I mean, dude, these are tough dudes. Always in a game, never stop it, and they're pretty excited to watch right now. Um, who did they have last year? Tannehill came in from Mariota. Now Mariota with the Raiders. That's something he's not. Even, I don't think he was even seen. I don't think he's even seen the field. Um. And I think it was during the Broncos last year when they sat Mariota and put in Tannehill, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was the game. Um, but the Titans are exciting to watch, man. I sit there and I'm, I watch this game. I was watching the game on the big screen behind you. And um, <clears throat> it was really fun. And at the same time, you also had, who else was it? I have it right here. Um, Bengals and Brown. Baker Mayfield starts off, what, 0-5? 0-5 throwing. Couple by maybe a pick or two. A pick six probably in there. I can't remember. Let me, tell, let me see here. I have it right here. I have the numbers. Um, No, I don't have the numbers. 0-5 or something like that. And then a pick or two. And then just goes off. 22 or 23. The, 20, the one that he in, was incomplete was a spike to... Uh, was a spike to kill the clock. Damn near perfect. And throws a four or five touchdowns in like 300 yards. Let me take a look. I don't, I don't mess up this guy's numbers. I was watching uh, Game of Thrones. That's why I'm saying like that numbers. 
It's like Ron Ramsey and Jon Snow are facing off. He's like, what do you have? Ramsey goes, what do you want to have? What do you have? Half that. And then Jon Snow goes, I, you got the numbers. <laughs> uh, whatever. My life kill me. Um, Where is it at here? Box score. Dude, not to mention. By the way, hold on. Let me. I got Baker Mayfield up here. 22 of 28 does total. 297 yards, almost 300 yards passing. A touch, five touchdowns, a pick. Ridiculous. But on the other side, Joe Burrow, real Joe Burrow. Please stand up. 35 of 47, 400 yards passing. One touchdown and a pick. Um, By the way, he got sacked four times. Baker did not get sacked, so that's that's a plus right there for them. Um, By the way, Jarvis Landy. Jarvis Landry was perfect. One for one, 19 yards. They love running that play, man. Jarvis Landry can throw the ball. Um, but, dude, that game was ridiculous. The Browns come up top, 37-34. Um, Cardinals come back and beat the Seahawks in overtime. What was Russell doing throwing all those picks? But Kyler Murray is good. Kyler was... Exceptional. Well, I learned that from Game of Thrones too. Kyler was amazing. Oklahoma all over this place. Yeah, although C D Lamb they didn't I don't know, poor C D Lamb had to go to the Cowboys and look at that. Look at that. By the way, we'll talk about the Cowboys here in a second. Um here it is. Um box score, Kyler Murray, three hundred eighty eight yards passing, three touchdowns. But unfortunately, three picks. No, that's oh shit. Yeah, oh, guys, relax. That's Russell Wilson's numbers. Thirty-three of fifty. Thirty-three of fifty. So seventeen left off. Three hundred eighty-eight yards. Three touchdowns. Three picks. Sacked twice. Kyler Murray's number: thirty-four of forty-eight. Three hundred sixty yards. Three touchdowns. One pick. Sacked zero times. So. I mean, this is like, these guys are very similar. Very similar in size, very similar in gameplay. Kyler Murray, obviously, is a faster one, I think. Um, but it was those picks that did them in. I mean, a couple of those picks, damn near picks, except that crazy chase down by DK Metcalf. And I saw him. And I remember I was like, I was just watching. And I remember looking at this screen behind you guys. While well, you guys are looking at YouTube, um, the camera's facing me. The screen's behind them. And the rest of you guys listening on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, wherever you're listening, Stitcher. And I'm just looking, and I'm like, wow. Russell Wilson just threw a pick. I look down, and I hear, look at DK. I look up. And DK is chasing him like it's a scary movie. Like he's a hill man. Like he is a white walker. And he is going to kill Buda Baker. He's like, you just embarrassed my quarterback. I have to kill you now. And if you guys have never seen DK Metcalf, look him up. This guy is a specimen. This guy is. How would I describe DK Metcalf? Since we're talking about Game of Thrones, let's, let's keep it going. DK Metcalf is like the mountain 
was was like made out of beautiful dark granite and then given Hussein Bolt's legs with the catching ability of Terrell Owens. That's DK Metcalf. Just a pure athlete. And that was probably the craziest thing I saw this weekend. Probably, and I, probably, yeah, straight up. Todd Gurley's touchdown, that didn't impress me. Baker, by the way, Baker Mayfield threw dimes, threw dimes out there. I got, look, can you guys hear this? Look at this. Those are all Baker Mayfield's dimes right there. Look at it. Dimes and a couple quarters, but I mean, it was beautiful. Beautiful sports weekend, as always. Premier League came back. Um, the, um, there was a lot of a beautiful, but with the beautiful comes the ugly. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes with the ugly comes the beautiful, vice versa. There's always one. You can't have one without the other. I think that's like science. You know, what comes up must come down. And OBJ, unfortunately, lost for the year. Baker was fine without him, by the way. So if OBJ does not come back this season, he won't come back this season. And the Browns turn it up. And they don't lose a game for the rest of the year. Who are we going to be looking at? Was it OBJ? Is it like, was he toxic or was it like, were we trying to get him the ball too much? Because they target him a lot. You saw that game in the Cowboys, in the Cowboys game. Um. Also, the Washington Reds, the, no, Washington football team versus Dallas Cowboys game was ugly. And Washington football team smoked him. Cowboys went flew all the way to Washington to kick a field goal. It was like 24-3 or 22-3, but the bad part about it was Andy Dalton took a, a cheap shot. He was a cheap shot. The guy was sliding. The guy didn't even pull back. Goes in, shoulder first. I don't think it was head-to-head. Maybe it was head-to-head. I can't remember now. But um, And just rocks him, knocks him out, KOs him. Helmet comes off. And nobody defends Andy Dalton. No one on the offensive line, Isaiah Kelly, C.D. Lamb. Um, nobody. <laughs> Terrell Owens were there. That's my quarterback. And he would probably go throw a punch. Remember when we did that for Tony Romo? That's my quarterback. No one gave a shit about their quarterback right then and there. No one cared about Andy Dalton right then and there. He got knocked the hell out. And the first thing I'm doing I'm throwing chingasos. I am throwing hands. I'm throwing flying triangles like Khabib Nurmagomedov, which we're going to get to here in a second. I am throwing knee. I'm like, I'm starting a brawl. I'm Miles Garrett taking your helmet off and hitting you with it. Do no, that's bad chemistry. That just looks bad. How do you remember who came in? Donucci, Donchucci, what was his name? How do you say his name? Let's, let's find out. I don't even remember how you say his name. Um... What is his name? Man, you lose Dak Prescott a couple weeks ago. Now you lose Andy Dolan. Yeah, Danucci. 
Ben DiNucci. He comes in through two, three. It was like late two. It looks like we went two and three. Um, that's bad. That is very bad. But you're not going to, I mean, you're getting your shit rocked. Like you have to do something. Someone has to do something. Like you have to be like, get in his face, choke him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Put your hand, like mush his face or something like this. Just mush. Like something that irritates the shit. Let him know that you ain't going to do that to my quarterback, dog. Uh, It was bad, man. That's a bad look for the Cowboys. Who, if I'm not mistaken, I think... Let me take a look at this division here. Yeah. It's still a shit division. <laughs> Philadelphia is winning with a 2-4-1 and one record. Washington now second there. 2-5. and five. Dallas 2-5. and five. New York Giants 1-6. and six. Um, But yeah. That was bad. But we go on to the good again. Football is amazing. And I want to talk about this because this kind of hits... Home a little bit. Um, but first, oh, by the way, before we get into that, the Buccaneers beat the Raiders 45-20. to 20. Niners got, beat the brakes off of the Patriots. Cam Newton, I don't know what you're doing over there, Poppy. I don't know what's going on with you. Um, Chargers beat the Jaguars. And then Rams beat the Bears. Kind of a snooze fest, by the way. Um, Packers, Bills beat the Jets. That was a snooze fest. Saints beat the Panthers. Um, Steelers, Titans. I talk about that. I talk about that. Giants, Eagles, twenty-two to twenty-one. That was on Thursday. I talked about that. I think already. Um, picks. Uncle Edgar went four and one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I got it pulled up here. I think I took. I took, I got it right here, where is it, 70, right here, I took Broncos over Chiefs, was obviously that way, <laughs> um, I took Bills over the Jets, the damn Jets, I took Chargers over the Jags, that was a good one, Justin Herbert's legit, um, Justin Herbert, by the way, giving Joe Burrow a run for rookie, offensive rookie of the year, I mean, this is going to be a big test coming up for Joe for Justin Herbert next week when they play the Broncos. But um, Chargers, I took the Bills, Chargers, Cards over Seahawks, Lions over Falcons. All very close games. Um, but I went 4-1, except for the Broncos. Oh, yeah, I know about the Broncos. <coughs> Excuse me, I know. I know about it. Don't be talking to me that way. Um, but I did want to talk about something that's a little bit hits home a little bit. And um <coughs> there is not a lot of people who who get cancer and and just take it head on and survive cancer, beat the shit out of cancer. A lot of people don't have that in them. Ron Rivera just had his last cancer treatment. I don't know if it was Sunday or Monday. And was coaching the whole time he was getting treatment. I mean, just the mental toll it takes to, to go through this. Go through 
go through this even having an office office job. Imagine having to coach a football team. A football team, by the way, is through a name going through a name change, going through a rebranding, if you would say, going through this tough season of COVID nineteen, trying to get the right pieces in place to just even get out of your division. And by the way, they haven't done horrible. Um, the Washington football team. Hold on. Let me make sure before I start talking here. Um, Washington football. I mean, it's not about the Washington football. It's about Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera had his last cancer. I mean, there's not a lot of people who can who can do what he did. And this, he did it out like a man. He did it. Knowing, just compromising itself with COVID-19, going through all the protocols, going through all these tests, going through all these treatments, going through a football season. Do you know how stressful these things are? There's a lot of money on the line. Just like any CEO or somebody heading, and you know, any manager heading million-dollar hedge funds, million-dollar accounts, whatever, millions and millions of dollars. There's a lot of money involved for himself or this team. He has to make some tough decisions. He has to cut people. He has to be the one to say, we're not going to do this anymore. He has to be one to bench people, bench uh, Haskins for Kyle Allen. You know? And he also played Alex Smith. You know? This man is going through cancer treatment while doing all of this. At his age, what is he, 60-something, 60, 60, I believe? Um, But, like, you know, what I'm getting at is just how... um, 58 years old, 60 years, so 58 years old. My dad was 52 when he passed away from cancer. But... I mean, he's doing all this a very high. I mean, stress. If anyone knows anything about stress, I mean, it takes a toll on your body. And this dude just out there coaching, getting treatments in halftime. Other people have to make talks. You know, have to do this, have to do that, have to pick up the pace. I mean, dude, this speaks testament for his team, for the people around him, um, for his family, for anyone around him. It takes a village in this. He did it. He had his last treatment for cancer now all of us know very well and that doesn't not a hundred percent saying that he's gonna you know it's not gonna come back but you never know you never know maybe he's done for a lot of people have done it for good i mean that's just the pessimistic side of this is me being pessimistic and um pessimistic mystic mystic pes you know what i'm saying um <laughs> that's just me being on the I mean that this I just I mean that's just kind of reality. But what he's he's been able to do, amazing. And he gets life reward. He is a lifer. Ron Rivera is a lifer. Ron Rivera is a man. Ron Rivera is a Super Bowl champion, by the way. Um just unbelievable. That's just unbelievable. That just blew me away. Blew me away this last week when I saw that. Ringing the bell. To signal that that was the last treatment. Um, amazing. Tugged at the heartstrings a little bit, you know. 
through all this is going on, whatever, you know, we get, we're in an election year, election about a week away. Um, all these bullshit being spread around. COVID case is still on the rise. Um, it's just amazing. It was good to see. It was a, it was a sweet distraction to see on Monday morning. I saw that and it was great. But, um, shout out to Ron Rivera. Shout out to Ron Rivera. I mean, just amazing to see. Um, NCAA came back. Big 10 came back. Transitioning kind of. Got a little sappy there for a little bit. It's all right. Um, Big 10 came back. Not without controversy. Indiana beats Penn State. On like a crazy last second two-point conversion. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, They took a long look at this one. They had to review it. Um, I didn't think it was two points. Saw where the ball was. I saw where the ball hit first. I I don't know if it broke the plane and then hit. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that was ballsy by the referees to make that call. Um, that was it. I mean, that's is what it is. We have those things in place. They're still human. Um, a human aspect to the uh, instant replay. And um, that's what you get with. I mean, you could even look at, um, by the way, Oklahoma won. Kansas State, Kansas State beat Texas. I just want to get into that. It doesn't matter. Oklahoma won again. Um, Oklahoma State won. Did they beat Iowa State this week? Was it Iowa State or was it I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. But I'm getting it is that replay. Still a human aspect to it. Just take a look at what's going on in the Premier League. The Premier League, where VAR, Video Assistant Referee, I think is what it's called, um, instant replay, if you're not from over there, if you don't follow the Premier League like myself. Um, VAR, same thing. It's kind it, it. I think it has like, it's like working about 80% of the time. Where the other 20% are too close to call or just bad. Just bad. And then, I mean, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know if it's too early to say whether or not it's ruining the game because it's done its job a lot of times. It's caught things that these referees can't see. Like I mentioned with basketball, with everything else, the speed of the game. These athletes are different than they were 10, 20 years ago. These are different athletes, quicker, younger, sharper. The, what the technology we have but is what it is NCAA came back last thing I want to talk about I, sh- I should have led with this but Habib Nurmagomedov versus Justin Gaethje and Justin Gaethje did not put up a good fight <laughs> Dude, Justin Gaethje I looked at Justin Gaethje in that first round and I was like right when they came out and I saw what Habib was doing and I'm like no this is not happening because I took Justin Gaethje heavy I think I was 3-3 three and three in my picks um Habib goes down as one of the best to ever fight. Goes in undefeated. Um, it's just, you know, and I'm going to have this talk. I'm going to have this conversation. Is Khabib the best ever? Is he the GOAT? Um, I will have this conversation in a separate video because I don't have enough time to talk about it right now. Khabib come, goes out there. Same thing with Khabib. You know, not, not nothing near what Ron Rivera is doing. 
Lost his father, though, a couple months ago. Um, apparently broken his toe. A couple toes or a couple, something in his bone, in his feet. A few weeks ago. Comes out here, does the media, doesn't tell anybody. Doesn't, doesn't even look like he's limping. Comes out here and just demolishes Justin Gaethje. Puts him to sleep with a triangle choke. And just did what he wants with him. That is a high-level fighter doing what he wants to another high-level fighter. That is elite fighter doing what he wanted to at a high-level fighter. And very classy by Justin Gaethje. Took it on the chin. Said, I'll be back. I'm okay. I like to live. This is my job. I'm living. I'm doing my job. Very positive outlook on life. That was really cool of him. But Khabib, it just was just a different level. And I don't know. There's, I don't think there's anyone at that weight class that can beat him. And in 155 pounds, there's no way. I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody from um, BJ Penn. Obviously, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. They couldn't get the job done. Um, I don't even think of like an old school. Like I'm trying to think of like a Sean Shirk. You know, somebody like that. I don't think any. I think he's king at 155 pounds. For sure. Hands down. No doubt about it. But is he GOAT? I'm going to have that conversation. I'm going to have that conversation in a separate video. But I'm, I'm going to have that conversation. Because this is going to be different video. Different content. Um, let me go through this card real quick. Because I was very impressed by the Reaper. A.K.A. Bobby Knuckles. Robert Whitaker. I mean, he looked good against Jared Cannonier. And Jared Cannonier did not look like he belonged in there with Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker put hands on him. Hands and feet. Knocked him down with a kick in like the third round. But apparently the first kick he threw, he was doing like that jab and then high kick or like a right and high kick. I can't remember what it was. And the first kick he threw broke Cannoneer's arm. By the way, props to Cannoneer finished that fight with a broken arm. That's like not good. I mean, probably made it worse because Whitaker did not stop throwing that kick. And eventually you saw what happened and went through, knocked him down. Um, Cannonier recovered, ended up going to decision. Robert Whitaker actually lost around, I think. Still lost around. I think they went and gave him 29 28 on the cards across the board. But I mean, Whitaker, dude, there re- there's a reason why he was champion. There's a reason why he's going to fight for the championship again. There's no one else in that middleweight division who deserves a championship. Do you tell me who deserves it? Nobody. Uh, Izzy just beat Costa. It was trash, trash can, a complete muscle-bound trash can. I mean, he's not going to fight Jared Cannonier. We all would have loved to see that fight. But it's Robert Whitaker, hands down. No one else. No Yoel Romero. No Chris Weidman. Nobody. Um, the other fights. By the way, I called Tui Vasa over, over uh, Stefan Struve. Just knew it was gonna happen. I knew the Shoeys were gonna come out. I knew Tui Vasa was gonna knock them out. You know, I mess with those Islanders slash Hawaiians. I mess with those guys. Those are cool dudes. Samoan brothers. Usos. The Samoan brothers. I mess with them. Um Volkov put hands on Walt Harris. Haas, I think, had knocked out of the night. Uh, and Kelev knocked out Kuteleva. Bad. Bad. Just knocked him completely out. Um Kenny and Wood fight. Is it some Casey Kenny? I can't remember the guy's name. Remember that little 135 pounder I talked about? 135, I think is what they were. 
put on a great fight. It was American. It was like Southern American versus like, and you know what I mean by Southern. I'm talking about Bryce Mitchell. I'm talking about country versus a pikey English man. Like it was a good fight. Scrap me a good scrap young man. Um, but this weekend was amazing. It's amazing for sports. It was amazing for a lot of things. And Joe Rogan, Kanye West talked. I did not watch that. Um, that came out as well. Um, it was just another great sports weekend. And, um, I just had fun, you know, I would, I mean, I mean, unfortunately I can't see a lot of my friends obviously because of what's going on in the world. Um, by the way, speaking of my friends, my friend Kendall, my good friend Kendall Madden, one of the kids I grew up, but they even had the picture I have. I don't even remember where it's at, but he's like a little Air Force. He looks like a baby, a baby in that picture. But anyway, my good friend Kendall Madden, um, he's on the show Gold Rush is what it's called. I watched it on Friday night. Um, if you guys follow me on MRAKACO, you would have seen that Twitter and Instagram. Um, props to him, man. He gets, he dude. He gets a lot of, he talked more than I thought he was, than I anticipated. And I'm like, wow, that, and the crazy thing, you know, when people like, they're like, they will like, you know, when you see your friends, like, oh, that's not him. No, that's him. That's a guy, that's what Kendo I grew up with. Like, they don't, they didn't change him. Like, that's him. Um, so props to him, man. He's doing big things. He's doing good things. He's doing great things, too, with the, um, Road Warrior Project, I think is what it's called. I got to get my shit together. This is spontaneous. I wasn't going to talk about it. It totally sparked my head, but it was a great weekend for myself, for my friends. Um, got to hang out with my niece. It was just good. It was a good, wholesome fun with all the sports and everything going on. So, um, But now we look forward to next weekend. It's Halloween weekend. I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know what's going to going on. Um, you, when next time you see Uncle Edgar, it might be in a costume. So, but yeah. Um, shout out to everyone doing big things. Shout out to everyone staying positive during these whole times. Um, shout out to you. And that's it. That's all I want to talk about. I love you guys so much. Um, thank you guys for being you. And take care of each other. And don't forget to vote. Make a change here next week. Um, and I will see you guys. Did I forget anything? Nope. I will see you guys. Probably in a couple of days. All right. Uh, 